All right, welcome back. Good to be with you. Uh, let me say this. I will not be here for Christmas Day, obviously, okay? Uh, and I wanna make sure whatever you celebrate, even if you don't celebrate, or maybe you participate because everybody around you celebrates. Uh, I just wanna say thank you. From day one, you all have allowed me to be me. And because of how dynamic you are, this show has been a great success. And I wanna say, I appreciate the love, the support, and I'm thankful that we have a platform where we can tell the truth and we don't give a damn who likes it or not. And you're the reason that platform exists. Without you, there is no us. You are the Young Turks, we are here to serve you. And every morning I wake up, I wake up with a dynamic agenda to do one thing and try to do it right every time. And that's tell you the truth, be influenced by no one, unbought and unbossed, all right? Okay, let's read some of these comments. Bernard the Kiwi Dragon says, Karenicity is not a disability, Karens. You can't dodge legal responsibility hiding behind that. Merry Christmas to you both, thank you. Um, Ryez Guerra, uh, and thank you for that. Uh, Dr. Richard, happy holidays to both you and Senator Turner. May both your families experience uh, continue good health and even greater success. Same to you, and thank you for that. Trudy Lawrence, um, Karen needs to stop playing Mario Kart. <laughs> and Grand Theft Auto, this is not a game. These Karens are a public menace, yeah. All right, uh, uh, Lynn and 15, uh, it is a tragedy, but he does not deserve this verdict and charges. Go after the company, that's right. It's a tragedy all around, 110 years, come on, all right. Okay, I'm going to show you a video of a cop who abandoned all of his training and decided to do this, here it is. I have to say it because some people will see this segment and say, well, she deserved it. She was the aggressor. You see, police officers are held to a standard of accountability, a higher standard of responsibility. There's a protocol that doesn't include slapping a woman across the floor. He abandoned all of his training. He did not say, ma'am, you're under arrest, put your hands behind your back. He did not say, ma'am, you're going to be locked up, I'm taking you to jail, you're under arrest. He decided to slap her, contrary to all of his training. Now remember, he is the professional or supposed to be the professional for a reason. Let me tell you why I highlight this story. I highlight this story because I, unlike many of his colleagues in blue, I will hold him accountable to who he says he is. You see, the woman in this story, I don't pay her, the community does not pay her 
taxpayer dollars. But the community does pay him. And with our tax dollar comes a responsibility to us as the community. He violated that responsibility. Now it was clear, I'm gonna give you the background as to what happened and did not happen to this officer after he did this to that woman. A Miami-Dade police officer who slapped a woman at Miami International Airport last year will not face criminal prosecution and was allowed to what? To retire with back pay for the time he was booted from the force. They fired him. On June 2020, confrontation between the woman and Officer Antonio Clemente Rodriguez was captured on the video, and that video did go viral. The decision not to charge Rodriguez with at least misdemeanor battery was actually finalized on October 1st, more than a year after the incident at MIA. That's according to the memo. Prosecutors decided that the slap under Florida self-defense law was a justifiable use of force. Now there's some disagreement in law enforcement about that. After the woman got into the officer's face, taunted him, and according to the cop, she headbutted him. That's what the cop said. There's no headbutt in the video. And so the prosecutor wrote a memo saying, ah, there may have been a touch. And because of that may have been a touch under Florida law, he's allowed to slap a woman halfway across the facility. Let's step out of the law for a minute. Dick Gregory said something to me really powerful. He said, doc, if you're not careful, this was when he was alive, obviously. He said, well, if you're not careful, you'll start thinking what's legal is right. And what's illegal is wrong. That's not how it works all the time. Just because something is legal to do does not mean you should shed your decency and humanity in order to engage in it. Okay, it gets deeper. Um, officers took Anderson to the ground, that's the lady, and arrested her. She was charged with felony battery. Think about this now. She was charged with felony battery on him, that's the game they play. You, No one saw felony battery on a police officer, nobody, okay? Not even the prosecutor. The prosecutors dropped that charge immediately. The state attorney's office after speaking to Anderson and reviewing the footage concluded that she was the aggressor under Florida law. They kept saying under Florida law, under Florida law, as if to say if it, if it wasn't for this little law right here, we will be able to prosecute this cop. After the video surfaced, Rodriguez had been immediately relieved of duty with the Miami-Dade police director, Alfredo Ramirez, saying he was shocked and angry by the video. So you got a police director saying this dude needs to not only be fired, but go to jail. I was angry when I saw this. Prosecutor saying, mm, we're not that angry because Florida law says he can do it. The department ordered Rodriguez fired within weeks. A termination challenge by the South Florida Police Benevolent Association. Before the case went to arbitration, before it went to arbitration, the department allowed him to retire and was given all of his back pay. This is one of the reasons why people do not like the police. And I'm trying to save the industry because I want you to be better. 
I want you to actually serve the community, to be extensions of the community, to be trusted because you do the right thing by people. I'm fighting for you harder than you're fighting for yourselves. So don't come to me that I'm anti-cop, I'm anti-bad cop. And I will always be anti-bad cop until I'm six feet deep. Always be anti-bad cop. Senator Thoughts. Yeah, he went straight up street, Doc. Straight up street, and it was wrong. And no matter how they try to contort this, let's say she is in the wrong. She did get up in the man's face. Um, he is held to a higher standard. Just arrest her. Right. Like y'all always do. But what he did there was totally uncalled for. Totally. I'm going to highlight this story because this is one of the crimes that actually increases during the Christmas holidays. Let me take you to a Metro Atlanta school teacher, okay? A Metro Atlanta school teacher has been arrested with six other individuals in a sting to catch child sex predators, all right? Let's put the picture up of the six men who are now in custody because of this sting. Keep that picture up. Six men are in police custody as part of an operation targeting online child predators. Floyd County, which is in the metropolitan area of Atlanta. Floyd County police said the arrests were carried out after the men were allegedly involved in online chats with undercover agents who they believed to be minors. Now you see that crew, all right? You have a mix of construction workers, individuals who are unemployed and one school teacher, all right? One school teacher. Let's put up the picture of the school teacher. That's him. In a weeks long investigation called Operation Safe Christmas, Floyd County Police in partnership with the GBI, Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the Georgia Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force documented over 200 exchanges with the arrested men on various social media and internet platforms. Many of those were exchanges in which the men allegedly initiated contact and directed the conversation towards sex. In some of those cases, police say the men induced obscene or lewd content, often exposing the person they believe to be a minor to pornography or requesting the child to take naked or pornographic images of them. Let's put up the picture of the teacher again. Okay, all right, his name is Jeremy Bowman. Jeremy Bowman is 44 years of age. Mr. Bowman is an elementary school teacher. Charges include sexual exploitation of children, obscene internet contact with a child, criminal attempt to commit a felony and or aggravated child molestation. Each man who was arrested believed he was going to meet up with a minor as part of a prearranged sexual engagement. Instead, they were met by officers with handcuffs. Now, this is a developing story, but the reality of crimes like this increasing during holidays, not anything new. There are 10 crimes that increase during the holiday season, and this is one of them. So for all of the parents, those who care about young people, my mentors in the audience, I want you to make sure you're paying attention, all right? Pay attention, look out for the little ones. Two, 
to the school system. We're gonna follow this because at this point, you now have to look at what may have happened at your school because of this individual who now has an internet record of trying to solicit minors for sex. All right, Senator Turner, thoughts on this one? Yeah, very sad story. Glad that these predators have been caught. For every predator that's caught, there are thousands or more of them out there. So I'm really glad that they have been. And Doc, you're absolutely right. As parents and caregivers of children, we gotta watch out for them, watch out for our babies. And also watch what they're doing on the internet too. There's no yeah. freedom on the internet, period. It's just like in my mama's house, you couldn't keep your door closed. So your mama needed to know what was going on at grandma's house. You couldn't <laughs> keep the door closed. She needed to know, no, there were no pajama parties and none of that kind of stuff. She ain't play that. Um, so we gotta bring some of that old fashioned and just watching out for our babies, especially with this technology doc is so dangerous. And predators do often go where they think their prey are. And yep. so whether it's being a teacher or a coach, you know, and not saying that all of these people are that because that is not the case. But we cannot turn a blind eye that people who have the propensity to commit these types of crimes tend to go in the businesses. It's like robbing a bank, right? Mm -hmm. You want to go where the money is. It is the same thing. So we got to look out for our babies. So glad these predators have been caught. This happens in this country and all over the world. Doc is so sad. Hearing you talk about this reminded me of uh, there used to be a series called uh, How to Catch a Predator or To Catch yep. a Predator. You may remember that. Oh, yeah. Too bad that the host himself got caught up in some stuff, but that's a whole nother thing. But that show was very eye opening because it shows so many people from different walks of life, people who you think have a fancy title. You might not think they're engaging in this kind of behavior, so they are. So have no respect to persons when it comes to protecting our babies. Let me give you an update right now. Kim Potter, former police officer who shot and killed Mr. Dante Wright, has been found guilty. Guilty of first degree manslaughter and second degree manslaughter. After fatally shooting Mr. Dante Wright during a traffic stop that turned into an arrest. This happened April of 2021. The jury did in fact deliberate for hours. I think roughly 30 hours was the deliberation time over the course of four days. They came back with a guilty verdict. All right, let me give you some background. So Potter who cried without tears on the stand, okay, claims that she was trying to grab her taser, but instead grabbed her gun. I just want to remind everybody of a few things. Number one, if you have a taser, you are taser certified. As an officer, if you wear a taser, you have been through training for the taser. Tasers are opposite of your gun, other side of the body. They are typically bright yellow, plastic, large and bulky with a different trigger mechanism. Everything's different. Now there are some who would like to tell you, well, you know, this happens actually a lot in America where officers, they meant to grab their taser, but they grabbed their gun instead. You know why I don't buy that? Let me tell you why. Because it's never happened the other way around. There are zero reports in America of a cop trying to grab their gun, but instead grab their taser, not one. 
if these items are so damn similar, guess what? It's the law of statistics. They would happen in the reverse routinely. I'm a statistician. The stats don't add up here. All right, simple math. Okay, uh, the maximum penalty for first degree manslaughter uh, predicated on reckless use handling of a firearm is 15 years in prison and or a $30,000 fine. However, since Potter has no criminal history, Minnesota guidelines to sentencing recommends a sentence roughly between six to 8.5 years in prison. Now, prosecutors already said, we're going to seek a more severe penalty than the state guidelines, all right? Because they're claiming that she actually abused her authority and that her conduct caused, and I quote, greater than normal danger to the safety of other people. So we shall see exactly how the sentencing goes down. But that's your update, former officer Kim Potter has been convicted by a jury of her peers, wheels of justice moving in the direction as they should, all right? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I wish a Karen would. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're gonna feel right, back off! I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. We don't need any physical violence. You're on his property. You're on my property. I guarantee you I measured his property. Stop, Mike. Who the hell are you? I'm calling the cops right now. She hit him. You out. Get out of my face. She assaults me one more time, though I'm going to put her down on the ground. 335 Sir, you got it now. We've had a cop out here this year. This guy is cutting our pavement. We have a paved easement. And she just pushed a disabled woman. I got more video. Now, Karen's are dangerous for everybody, even older white men. Here's more. Now, I don't know what the trespass rules are for his particular state or his jurisdiction, but I'm going to defend him because he did not threaten the woman. He did not physically harm a disabled woman. This is what's being uttered over the phone. But then something happened that nobody saw coming. Here it is. She took the car and hit the man. 
Okay. Uh, now Karen needs to go to jail. All right. Okay. Uh, she probably needed to already be headed to jail for physically assaulting the guy. Uh, but it is what it is. Once again, we're keeping a log of this. Karens are dangerous to everybody. Everybody. Senator Turner, did you expect to see that? Mute. Oh, hell. Sorry about that, you all. I'm coughing and stuff. She took Karenicity to a whole nother level. Oh, another level. Hitting that man with a car. Yeah, definitely needs to be arrested. Karens are dangerous. Yeah, that's it, Doc. Yeah. Damn. I'm just like, whatever. See, I'm trying to help everybody. All right. I'm protecting older white males also from the reality of Karenicity in the world. All right. Um, let me take you to this story. We do have an update, all right? So this story has been developing. Um, Rogel Agarraro Maderas, remember the truck driver who has received 110 years for an accident. Now, this was a tragedy, don't get me wrong. This was a tragedy across the board. You have multiple people who are dead because of this tragedy. But I have an update and I'm going to put some pieces together to help you understand and hopefully many others understand why this sentencing is the second tragedy in this story. Rogel Aguilaro Maderos, who killed four people while driving his truck. There's no doubt, there is no contention about that, okay? It was horrific and it was an accident. Caused, however, by faulty brakes according to Mr. Maderos. This was a screenshot of him when he was inside of that courtroom. This picture has become famous, okay, for multiple reasons. Interstate 70 in Lakewood, Colorado in 2019, four people died, many others were injured. The crash damaged or destroyed 28 vehicles. Aguilera Maderos was convicted of 27 counts including vehicular homicide, all right? During the sentencing, and this is deep, during the sentencing, the judge also acknowledged that Aguilera Maderos did not intend to harm anyone. The judge basically believed the verdict was wrong. But the judge said under guidelines set by the law, his sentence could be no less than 110 years. I accept and respect what the defendant has said about his lack of intent to hurt people. But he made a series of terrible decisions, reckless decisions, the judge said. If I had the discretion, it would not be my sentence, said the judge. Attorneys for Aguilaro Maderos argued there is case law that should apply and would allow for the minimum sentence in this case to be decreased to 20 years. The judge disagreed, but did say it may be a case 
that may be appropriate for review. Now, I have never heard a judge literally say, take it to appeal because this may be an appellate issue. That's what the judge is saying to the attorney here like this. I don't know, I don't agree with the rendering of the law, but this may be a case that you need to appeal. The judge is saying this, all right? Um, after securing such an excessive sentence, uh, the DA, Kaylee uh, Wild, Wilderman. Now you gotta understand, let's put up a picture of uh, Kayla. Kayla Wilderman posted a picture of the brake shoe, the brake shoe from the truck involved in the accident as a trophy with the engraving power move. Let's put up a picture of the post. This wasn't private, this was a public post. I'm going to read it. You see the picture, that's actually the brake shoe, all right? It was part of the trial, right? This prosecutor said, and I quote, get yourself a trial partner as great as Trevor Maritsky. He turned a brake shoe from a semi truck into a memento. What a special gift from a truly special person. I never asked for a new BFF at work, let alone one that is old enough to be my father, no offense. But I sure am grateful this trial brought you into my career as both a colleague and a friend. Words would never convey how lucky I am to have gotten the opportunity to learn from you. I want you to think about something, everybody. Let's put on our humanity for a minute, okay? People are dead. Lives have been altered, property damaged. A young man sentenced to 120, 110 years for something that was an accident. And what are they doing? They're taking evidence and making trophies out of it. Now, do you think this is the kind of prosecutor that gives a damn about justice or the win? When you read their oath, their oath is to do justice, not to win cases. Their oath is not to prosecute, but is to seek justice. After the hearing about this story, truckers all over started to boycott in response. Here's the video. Next 110 years. I need you to understand the context of this. If the young man who was convicted would have literally committed intentional murder, he would not have 110 years in prison. That should be context for everybody. Okay? In addition, a petition is going around, has millions of signatures. One of the largest ones has almost 5 million signatures asking for, for a commutation. Um, 
to commute the sentence or perhaps to grant clemency to the young man. He's only 23, I encourage you to sign that petition. Protesters, supporters, people that give a damn. They have also rallied in support of this young man. Let's put up that picture, okay? Now what has happened because of all of this effort, this energy, advocacy? In response, prosecutors are now reconsidering the sentencing, okay? The Jefferson County District Attorney's Office confirmed to ABC News on Tuesday that the office has filed a motion to start the reconsideration process on Friday afternoon. As Colorado law required the imposition of the sentence in this case, the law also permits the court to reconsider its sentence in an exceptional case involving unusual and extenuating circumstances. The DA's motion states, prosecutors note, they are also conferring with the family of victims in the case to consider their input for a court hearing on resentencing. That's your update. Senator, thoughts about this? Yeah, justice. I mean, that that word that you used, Doc. Justice is not always about locking somebody up and throwing away the key. This was definitely tragic. Condolences to the family. Glad to see the judge step up though and say, "Hey, this ain't right." Mandatory minimums are something else, right? And they definitely can hurt. They do hurt a judge's discretion, and in this case, certainly it's clear cut. Glad to see them truckers unifying, and ain't nothing gonna move a state like a whole bunch of truckers saying, "You know what? Ain't coming through." Everybody's gonna hurt until they make some justice happen in this particular case, and I hope that that young man gets more justice because he hasn't gotten anything here too far. Yeah, uh, and I want to remind everyone we're stronger uh, as a fist rather than separated like this, right? So we're stronger when we come together. I believe in the coalition. I'd rather draw circles than draw lines. I'm good at drawing both, but I'd rather draw circles than draw lines. And we got more on the other side. It's indisputable stick and stay. All right, welcome back. Good to be with you. Uh, let me say this. I will not be here for Christmas Day, obviously, okay? Uh, and I want to make sure whatever you celebrate, even if you don't celebrate, or maybe you participate because everybody around you celebrates. Uh, I just want to say thank you. From day one, you all have allowed me to be me. And because of how dynamic you are, this show has been a great success. And I want to say, I appreciate the love, the support, and I'm thankful that we have a platform where we can tell the truth and we don't give a damn who likes it or not. And you're the reason that platform exists. Without you, there is no us. You are the Young Turks. We are here to serve you. And every morning I wake up, I wake up with a dynamic agenda to do one thing and try to do it right every time. And that's tell you the truth. Be influenced by no one, unbought and unbossed. I'm going to show you a video of a cop who abandoned all of his training and decided to do this. Here it is.
to say it because some people will see this segment and say, well, she deserved it. She was the aggressor. You see, police officers are held to a standard of accountability, a higher standard of responsibility. There's a protocol that doesn't include slapping a woman across the floor. He abandoned all of his training. He did not say, ma'am, you're under arrest, put your hands behind your back. He did not say, ma'am, you're going to be locked up, I'm taking you to jail, you're under arrest. He decided to slap her, contrary to all of his training. Now remember, he is the professional or supposed to be the professional for a reason. Let me tell you why I highlight this story. I highlight this story because I, unlike many of his colleagues in blue, I will hold him accountable to who he says he is. You see, the woman in this story, I don't pay her, the community does not pay her taxpayer dollars. But the community does pay him. And with our tax dollar comes a responsibility to us as the community. He violated that responsibility. Now it was clear, I'm gonna give you the background as to what happened and did not happen to this officer after he did this to that woman. A Miami-Dade police officer who slapped a woman at Miami International Airport last year will not face criminal prosecution and was allowed to what? To retire with back pay for the time he was booted from the force. They fired him. On June 2020, confrontation between the woman and Officer Antonio Clemente Rodriguez was captured on the video and that video did go viral. The decision not to charge Rodriguez with at least misdemeanor battery was actually finalized on October 1st. More than a year after the incident at MIA, that's according to the memo. Prosecutors decided that the slap under Florida self-defense law was a justifiable use of force. Now there's some disagreement in law enforcement about that. After the woman got into the officer's face, taunted him, and according to the cop, she headbutted him. That's what the cop said. There's no headbutt in the video. And so the prosecutor wrote a memo saying, ah, there may have been a touch. And because of that, may have been a touch under Florida law, he's allowed to slap a woman halfway across the facility. Let's step out of the law for a minute. Dick Gregory said something to me. Really powerful, he said, doc, if you're not careful, this was when he was alive, obviously. He said, if you're not careful, you'll start thinking what's legal is right and what's illegal is wrong. That's not how it works all the time. Just because something is legal to do does not mean you should shed your decency and humanity in order to engage in it, okay? It gets deeper, Um, officers took Anderson to the ground, that's the lady, and arrested her. She was charged with felony battery. Think about this now. She was charged with felony battery on him. That's the game they play. You, No one saw felony battery on a police officer, nobody, okay? Not even the prosecutor. The prosecutors dropped that charge immediately. 
The state attorney's office after speaking to Anderson and reviewing the footage concluded that she was the aggressor under Florida law. They kept saying under Florida law, under Florida law, as if to say if it if it wasn't for this little law right here, we will be able to prosecute this cop. After the video surfaced, Rodriguez had been immediately relieved of duty with the Miami-Dade police director, Alfredo Ramirez, saying he was shocked and angry by the video. So you got a police director saying this dude needs to not only be fired, but go to jail. I was angry when I saw this. Prosecutors saying, mm, we're not that angry because Florida law says he can do it. The department ordered Rodriguez fired within weeks, a termination challenged by the South Florida Police Benevolent Association. Before the case went to arbitration, before it went to arbitration, the department allowed him to retire and was given all of his back pay. This is one of the reasons why people do not like the police. And I'm trying to save the industry because I want you to be better. I want you to actually serve the community, to be extensions of the community, to be trusted because you do the right thing by people. I'm fighting for you harder than you're fighting for yourselves. So don't come to me that I'm anti-cop, I'm anti-bad cop. And I will always be anti-bad cop until I'm six feet deep. Always be anti-bad cop. Senator Thoughts. Yeah, he went straight up street, Doc. Straight up street, and it was wrong. And no matter how they try to contort this, let's say she is in the wrong. She did get up in the man's face. Um, he is held to a higher standard. Just arrest her. Right. Like y'all always do. But what he did there was totally uncalled for. Totally. Let's talk about the culture, the culture of racism that exists inside of institutions and how it's played with. Let me take you to this song, this chant from the Kappa Sigma fraternity. Here it is. Looks like a regular Klan rally to me, but it's actually the University of Richmond in Virginia, Kappa Sigma fraternity. They have not been suspended after the video was released and the video has gone viral of members of the frat singing one of their racist songs. I'm sure they have more. The video was first obtained by the Collegian, a for a student newspaper at the University of Richmond. Shows a gaggle of shirtless white men shouting the South. But rise again at the top volume while laughing and clapping. The short clip also featured one of Kappa Sigma's members crying out, I want to be a slave owner. And other singing lyrics to the 19th century song, Dixie's Land, which celebrates the Confederacy. Now I wanna remind everybody, you have school teachers who teach at that college who are members of this fraternity. You have lawyers and judges who are members of this fraternity. You have prosecutors and school teachers who are members of this fraternity. <laughs> In response to the video's release, the University of Richmond President Kevin Hollock 
sent out a statement on Tuesday condemning the video and the student seen in it. The behavior recorded in the video is shameful and despicable. I am appalled by what I have seen and heard. This is not who we are, nor who we aspire to be. Right, they, they do not aspire to get caught. That's right. Um, a member of the Black Student Coalition uh, released a statement and said, uh, to say that this is not who we are is a lie. Go ahead, Black Student Coalition. And I think we just wanted to call that out really clearly, the junior said. Greer is a member of the Black Student Coalition at the University of Richmond, which was established in late February in response to a decision made by the university officials to retain the names of buildings that students argue are racist figures from the university's past. Gris says she is not surprised when racist videos from fraternities like Kappa Sigma surface because of that decision. She's saying, this is not who you are. That's not what these buildings say. Senator, institutional, structural racism has to be deconstructed. There it is, and thank God for Greer. I'm glad I'm glad Greer just laid it out there because I was thinking the same thing when I read the president's mm-hmm. statement. No, that is exactly who you are. Now, it might not be who you aspire to be, so show us that through your actions. Not only just the suspension of this fraternity, but dealing with those school buildings as well and putting in some more policy and some actions that show that the university is remorseful for what it has, the role that it has played. This stuff ain't new, Doc. And I think one of the scariest, these are younger white people. You know, because yeah. you keep saying, oh, this will be weeded out, right? White supremacy be no, it wasn't. No, it will not, because it's continuously passed down generation after generation. Unfortunately, we are reminded time and time again. The efforts that it is going to take to have some real truth and reconciliation in this damn United States of America, and they they taped it reminded me of the postcards, you know, that that were sent, you know, when the whole community got together at lynching, taking photographs and sending mm-hmm. it as postcards. This was just a modern day postcard, the recording. We and that's so why they recorded it. Likely, this was to be shared among yeah. their group members in secrecy. Uh, but and they we were have, not ashamed. That's right. Donald Trump, this was the weirdest interview I've ever seen. Donald Trump is interviewed by Candace Owens. Donald Trump keeps contradicting Candace Owens. And Candace Owens is doing her absolute best to keep the narrative going while dealing with Trump and him flip flopping her narrative that they have set up in order to feed their base. Here's part of it. In terms of big pharma, which is a huge topic on the minds of, of mothers, especially you're seeing what's happening at these school board meetings. Where do you stand on these vaccine mandates? And obviously, I know that you are you are pro-vaccine. Obviously, you did everything you could to get this vaccine out. I know it was where you one stand of the, the greatest vaccine. achievements. We did it in less than nine months and to be able to do that. Yeah, but where, but now it's years. taken a twist, right? It's it's gotten now we went from this is a good thing and people should have this option mm-hmm. to military men. You're going to have to resign yeah. because you're, you're not getting this vaccine. Where do you stand yeah. on that? Well, I stand on forget about the mandates that people have to have their freedom. But at the same time, the vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. We would have had a 1917, remember the Spanish flu, killed perhaps 100 million people. Actually, it ended the First World War because the soldiers were so, a lot of people don't know that. The soldiers got so sick, it was a terrible thing. There were no vaccines, there were no anything. I came up with a vaccine, with three vaccines, mm. all are very, very good. 
came up with three of them in less than nine months. It was supposed to take five to 12 years. I'm sorry, but to hear Trump say, I came up with not one vaccine, but three vaccines. I did that. It took me about what, what, five months? It would have taken five to 12 years. But but I came up with one, two, three whole vaccines. Greatest thing I've ever done. The interview gets even weirder than that. And let me say this. Yes, his hair is that weird in this interview. There's more. And yeah, we more say, people have died under COVID this year, by the way, yeah, under Joe Biden, right. than under you. And more people took the vaccine this year, so people are questioning how. Well, no, the vaccine worked, but yeah. some people aren't taking the ones. The ones that get very sick and go to the hospital are the ones that don't take the vaccine. But it's still their choice. And if you take the vaccine, you're protected. Look, the results of the vaccine are very good. And if you do get it, it's a very minor form. People aren't dying when they take the vaccine. Um, okay, now remember, Candace Owens is trying to ask a leading question about the effectiveness of the vaccine. She wants him to basically say, yes, the vaccine is not effective at all. Why are people taking a vaccine? He's, oh, no, 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 vaccine, very effective. It's <laughs> actually true. It's true. I mean, damn, Donald Trump can actually tell the truth. It's possible. She's trying to go in a different direction. She said some things that were factually inaccurate. First of all, the COVID death rates. Um, I did the research on this because this has been touted by many. If you start calculating from January 21st after the inauguration of Joe Biden until December 19th, okay, you will see clearly that Trump's death toll far outpaces Biden's death toll. If you do a year to year comparison, it is different. But administration to administration comparison, Trump leads the death toll. Clear, precise, easily, easily to find, easy to find. All right, third video, um, the contradictions get even deeper. Here it is. They take the vaccine. What about the masking of children? That's that's a big I, one I for think moms right now. I think it's a terrible thing. I think it's a terrible thing. That flies in the face of science. The kids have a virtual 0% right. chance of dying of COVID. And yet they're insisting on these vaccine mandates. I mean, I'm sorry, on these um, the masking masks, mandates yeah, yeah. and now the, even the vaccine mandates for small children. Right. And what's going on there? I think what's happening is you look at the masks where Fauci and a lot of other people said masks don't mean anything. All of a sudden, he becomes a radical masker. I don't like to see the kids with the masks on. They're sitting in school. They have a hard enough time sitting in school. It's like China. I've been to China. uh, Well, and yet China's education system is a hell of a lot better than ours. You know what? They're rated number two or three, and we're rated number 44. But masking children, I mean, the way it looks, right? It doesn't look like a free country. I'm I'm against it. I'm, I'm, I'm against it. Uh, looks like China. Well, actually, China's doing really great, by the way. Better than us. <laughs> uh, why did she do this interview? Uh, we found out today that he, she got a bunch of money from Trump, uh, from Trump to her, uh, one of her organizations, and uh, obviously he was purchasing the interview. He purchased this interview because of his comments about him getting the booster shot on the tour with Bill O'Reilly called the has-been tour. And during the has-been tour, he admitted that he got the booster shot and immediately people in the audience started booing him. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, Senator, have you seen so? <laughs> have you seen an interview like this before with the president, a former president of the United States? 
Nah, I mean, you know, Mr. Trump takes it all to a whole nother level. Memo, Trump <laughs> will out-Trump you every single <laughs> right. time. Okay, that's the memo. No, here's, don't mess with the man. I, I think I've cracked the code, all right? I think here's how it works. Trump is a contrarian. So if you lie to him, he may tell the truth. That's if it. you tell the truth, he's going to lie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure this cold out here. It's ridiculous. But I think he's seeing an angle where, you know, to take credit for getting the vaccine out there might be good for his image. So he, he yeah. doing this thing. Anytime you turn to get your own vice president, knowing that folks is out to lynch the man, they, nobody else has a chance. Okay. That's yeah, I agree 100%. And I'm with you on that. I know for sure that he's trying to pivot in a way to make him more appealing to a general election standard. He has right. the Republican primary sold up, but really when you calculate that in a general election standard, you're at 28%. All right, you can't yeah. win with 28%. You gotta take credit somewhere with some kind of mainstream stream item, and that's what he's doing. Senator, yeah. always good having you on the show. Tell people how they can follow you, check out your work. Uh, Nina Turner on Twitter, Nina Turner Ohio on the gram, Nina Turner on Facebook, and to everyone, to you and yours, wishing you the happiest, happiest of holidays. And if you can bring some sunshine to somebody, Please do it because these are hard times still for so many people, Doc. Thank you for all you do. You are indisputable. Oh, bless you, sister. Means the world coming from you, and thank you for all you do.